This podcast is sponsored by Craig Filick, the founder and creator of Purpose Mapping, the number one methodology for clarifying your purpose and activating your full potential by making a meaningful contribution every day using your greatest strengths. Craig developed Purpose Mapping to help high performers like you discover your purpose and create aligned action plans that help to keep you on track through the ups and downs of daily life. As a coach with over 20 years experience in integral transformation, Craig has a unique grasp on the mechanics of human potential. If you feel like you've succeeded in achieving your goals, but still aren't fulfilled, it's time to take a deeper look into who you are and why you're here. Please listen to podcast number 657 with Craig Filick. In Greg's interview with Craig, they delve deep into the most important questions in life, purpose, and fulfillment. To learn more about purpose mapping, please visit www.purposemapping.com. Dot com backslash inside personal growth. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. Uh, I want to thank all of my listeners, Xander, as they do all the time, uh, for taking the time to listen to the words of wisdom from our authors. I was checking back, and I'm actually going on 12 years of doing these podcasts and over 600, and I think we're about 660 podcasts at this point. So. Today, joining me from San Diego is Xander Fryer, and Xander has a book out that has kind of been co-authored with Jack Canfield and quite a few other colleagues that I'm sure Xander knows as well, Um, and they've put this book together called Mastering the Art of Success, and Xander has contributed to that book. Um, And it's a great book because if you go through it, um, it actually, you can take out chapters, you can learn from all of these different authors, but Xander's got a a great chapter in there and that's on the passion of purpose. Um, Xander, let me tell the listeners uh, just a tad bit about you um, because you do have an interesting background. He's a certified success coach, thought leader, speaker who specializes in transformational work. Uh, He currently focuses on helping entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches escape the monotony of a nine-to-five and build six-figure businesses around their passion. His mission is to inspire and empower others to find their success and passion in life. For those that are ready, the promise is not happiness. The promise is mastery. Uh, So he works with clients doing that. You can find Xander, and we'll put links on the blog entry, to xanderfryer.com. So it's www.zanderfryer.com. Or you can reach him directly after this podcast at xander at xanderfryer.com. And we'll put all these links to his Facebook, Instagram, and his website on our blog entry. So Xander, you have a great quote in your book. And I should say, I should say in your website uh, from Mark Twain, and it says the two most important days in your life are the day that you were born and the day you find out why Um, you have a passion for helping your clients find their purpose. But before we go dive deep into that and discussing that, 
you have a really interesting story about you finding your own purpose. Can you let our listeners know just a tad bit about your journey and why you decided to become a master coach? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, really, I think, I, I think it all kind of started for me, you know, when I was, when I was younger, back in, you know, even high school, I was really good at math and science. Uh, so the, the question, what are you going to do with your life was, was always pretty straightforward to me. I was, I was going to be an engineer, right? It was, um, you know, it was a, a good paying job, solid career, could support your family and, and, you know, would always be stable and everything like that. So it was pretty clear for me. So I ended up going to UCLA for electrical engineering um, and, and found, you know, found that I was really good at math and sciences there, but I actually, to, to pay for my college, I actually worked, uh, I did Air Force ROTC so that I could actually pay for my tuition. And that's when I really kind of ran into my first, um, you know, my first, so it really started to run in with passion. And while I was in Air Force ROTC, I really learned that I loved to lead and mentor and coach others. I, you know, I was one of the leaders of my detachment. Um, I was actually going to be uh, an Air Force fighter pilot for a while, but um, made a, a, a pretty dumb decision my senior year and ended up uh, driving home after about three beers while I was out with some friends and I actually got a DUI. So mm -hmm. I got, I got kicked out of the air force. I lost, you know, a lot of, you know, I, I lost my, you know, I had the next 20 years of my life planned. I lost my whole passion, my purpose. And so I did what everybody kind of thought, you know, that you needed to do was I, I took all this energy and as a lost 21 year old kid, I joined the corporate world. Uh, I, I took all these skills and, um, worked for a company called Cisco named Cisco Systems. I was working with, working on accounts like NBC, uh, Disney, DirecTV, you know, what most people would call success, uh, you know, outward success. I had the money, I had the titles, I was, you know, achieving all these things, getting promotions and raises on a regular basis, but I didn't feel successful. And I think that was the biggest thing that I noticed was, you know, what everybody told me I needed to find success, you know, the, the money, the titles, all of those things, as I would get them, I would feel these kind of sharp peaks of joy. But then as soon as I, as soon as I, you know, had that shortly after it was kind of this empty, dull, like, this isn't quite it. I wasn't fulfilled. And I realized that, you know, what was really missing in my life was not, you know, all these titles and everything like that. It was deep down, I wasn't clear on what success was to me, the feeling of success. And what I realized was that was really more around the purpose of my life, the mission in my life and what I wanted to be accomplishing in my life. And it wasn't until I yeah, got so all clear the money, on that. Yeah. So all the money and the, the trappings of what, you know, some uh, traditions, Buddhist in particular is the Maya, right? Uh, yeah, you virtually yep. had all that, but yep. you didn't have that 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 thing inside that really lights up which is what drives you which is how you've been helping people and you had this conversation with one of your mentors who asked you this i call it your life-changing question he said what <laughs> yep. is it that you would do if you couldn't fail yeah. um and how did this question really kind of I, the way i look at it from your chapter in the book it really changed your course trajectory so Absolutely. what did what'd you tell your mentor when that mentor said, hey, what, you know, Xander, if you could do anything, what would you do if you couldn't fail? 
Yeah, and, and so that was, you know, this was when I was working at Cisco and I was making good money and I had, it wasn't like I, it was a dead-end job. I actually uh, was on track to becoming one of the youngest executives uh, in, the, in the company's recent history. And when he asked me, he asked me, Zinder, what would you do if you couldn't fail? Um, and I, you know, I had a pretty straightforward answer. Was, you know what? The only thing missing in my life was when I was back in Air Force ROTC, I, I loved to mentor and coach people. I would mentor and coach people full time. I don't know what that means, but that's what I would do. And the, the follow-up question uh, is actually really what kind of opened me up a bit more. Uh, he asked, well, why aren't you doing that? And my response, I could tell as I said it, was just very, it was a lie to myself. I, you know, I said, uh, you know, I've got this great career. I've got a lot of momentum. And, you know, I really want to keep that going. And I'm making good money. And there's all, you know, this and that. And as I said that, I could just feel that it was not resonant with who I am. And I realized after he said that, that uh, he, he basically pointed out to me that the only thing holding me back from pursuing what I really wanted to do was my own fear. And so he asked me, he said, mm -hmm. he said um, you know, just because you have a path in front of you, does that mean you should walk it? And just because you're good at something, does that mean that you should do it? And he said, the only difference between you and me, Xander, is, and this, my mentor, you know, was traveling the world full time speaking at that time. And he said, the only difference between you and me is your, ever since you got kicked out of the Air Force, you're dreaming a dream. And I'm actually living mine. And the only thing holding you and, back is your fear. And like you said, that was almost like a kick in the nuts. Yeah, um, it was, <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> yeah. So a, well, but I, it, it's was, true yeah, because. You know, he was calling you out on things yep. you need to do, and, and as a great mentor does. And, you know, you mentioned in your book that it's near impossible to let go of something good for something great. Um, yep. You know, one of your passions as a master coach is to guide your clients to learning how to let go of that fear. How is it yeah. that you help your clients um, address their fears uh, shed themselves of those fears and become what they would really like to become or do what they would like to really do. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot to that. Cause I, I really truly think that every, every decision that we make in life comes from one of two places. It either comes from a place of purpose, like we we're talking about, it's, it's very resonant with your purpose or it comes from a place of fear. And once you start to realize that, you start to realize as, as many of these decisions that I can make from a place of purpose rather than a place of fear, the more fulfilled I'm going to be, the more happy I'm going to be. Um, so there's a lot to making decisions, you know, from a place of purpose rather than a place of fear. Probably one of the first ones um, is actually just getting clarity around your purpose and what you actually want in life. And most people don't ever take the time to do this. They don't ever take the time to introspect. You know, getting clarity is not something that somebody else can't give you clarity around your life. It's, it's the internal work. It's the personal development work, right? It's inside your personal growth, right? That you have to go through this mm -hmm. process and learn what you truly want. And the way that I equate this to people, it's like, if you're, you know, imagine that you're going on a road trip from uh, you know, we're in the West Coast, right? We're in San Diego. If you're going on a road trip from San Diego to the East Coast and you start to drive across the country and you hit a fork in the road and one road reads New York and one reads Miami, which direction do you go? 
well, all I know was I needed to go to the East Coast. I didn't clarify if I want to go to New York or Miami. So if I don't have clarity, you sit at that fork in the road wondering, what if I go to New York, but I really needed to go to Miami, and I don't have time to go to Miami afterwards? Or what if I go to Miami, and I really needed to go to New York, and I don't have time to go to New York? And so that's when your fears start to take over, is when you don't have clarity, it prevents you from being able to take action. That, that lack of clarity prevents you from being able to just move forward. And it's all because of the fear, the fear of doubt, the fear of making a wrong decision, the fear of failure. So you the know, first Xander, step really to that is getting I, clarity. Yeah, and I think that is a really good point that you're making. And I think a lot of times for people it is, and this question is really around, you don't know what you don't know. I, I think yeah. that people frequently, Xander, are, uh, they dry up on their creativity side. Um, and to find your purpose really requires that you get inspired, um, that, you, that you look forward with uh, joy, inspiration, all of those things. Yeah. What, do you, what do you specifically do to jolt free people who've gone into this kind of inertia state um, which it's pretty prevalent, actually, um, to say, hey, there is something better. There is something greater. You're saying going from something good to great. Um, a lot of yeah. them don't even know what that great is, right? They just, it's yeah. just, it's, it's, it's very foggy what great is. How yep. do you help them? So there's a lot of different exercises that you can actually do to start to realize that. The first thing, the first thing that I would say, though, is, um, kind of like you mentioned, uh, there's a lot of people that are stuck. They're stuck, right? They're stuck in this lack of momentum in a certain stagnant place. The first thing that you actually have to do is realize, you know, be truthful to yourself and realize that you're not where you want to be, which is really hard for a lot of people, right? So, you know, one of the things that, that I love to equate it to, it's like, if you want to go from point A to point B, the first things that you need to do is you need to understand number one, where point A is, where you actually are. And most people don't want to admit where they actually are. That's really difficult. And then you can clarify the point B, like you mentioned, that, that great that they want to get to. But first, they have to be honest with themselves about where they actually are. So, and that was the question that I had with my mentor, right? When he, when he kind of pointed out, you know, I was lying to myself and telling myself I was happy and fulfilled. Right. But when he pointed out that, look, you're not. You're lying to yourself and telling yourself that you're happy, but let's get truthful about where you actually are. You're not happy. You're not fulfilled. You're not at great. You're at good. And you know that you were meant for great. So don't pretend like you're happy with good. And that, so that was probably the uh, biggest thing for me. Yeah, I think that part of it is true, too true that um, – if we have goals and aspirations and desires to go somewhere, I think it's really great to have them. But if yeah. something changes along the way that it doesn't actually turn out, it's really not a good thing to beat yourself up Absolutely. for maybe what didn't turn out, right? Yeah. And I think what happens is that one is probably the most challenging thing for people to get is that hey i had this dream to go to here but i ended up here but that's okay at least i was moving forward i was moving forward yeah. towards something if you didn't get there 
Now you have an yeah. exercise in the book that you recommend to the clients to help them find their purpose. Um, it, there's a meditation, there's some things you do. What is, I mean, if you were to tell people today, because there's a lot of people on my show discussing purpose, it's the beginning of the year. Uh, we got yeah. people setting goals. We have people doing things that they normally don't do the rest of the year. They just say, okay, well, I'm going to do it now. And then I'm going to put it in the drawer or I'm going to stick it in a journal or I'm going <laughs> to do yeah. something. What would you, what would you tell people as a master coach who is trying to regularly insert new um, refreshing ideas into people to find this purpose uh, for the new year? What, what Absolutely. is that little exercise you have? So, so I'll, uh, yeah, this is actually perfect. I'll give, I'll give everybody one, one quick exercise, but the way that I want to explain this first uh, is, you know, when it comes to getting clarity around your purpose, because I think this is, you know, like, like you mentioned, one of my favorite quotes from Mark Twain, the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. Uh, the finding out why is actually not necessarily a singular point in your life. It's a series of learning to get clarity. So the way I explain it, it's kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. So you're mm -hmm. finding these pieces to the jigsaw puzzle. And as you start to put it together, no single piece is going to give you the full answer. But as you start to put more and more pieces together, it's the conversations with mentors. It's exercises like the one that I'm about to give you guys. Uh, it's reading certain books that'll help you get some more clarity. It's, you know, being introspective and looking back on some of the things that you've done in your life that you've realized, you know, this is really what I enjoy doing. This is what I'm really good at. This is uh, what I, you know, shouldn't be doing, or this is what I'm lying to myself about. So the problem is most people kind of expect to just get these puzzle pieces as they, as they walk through life, uh, you know, while taking out the trash or uh, while they're at work writing emails. Uh, but it doesn't really work that way. You, you have to do the work uh, to really get this clarity. And you can do a lot of different, uh, different exercises and have those different conversations to help you put together those puzzle pieces. And as you do more of them and more of them, you get a much clearer idea. And, you know, if you think of a jigsaw puzzle, you don't have to have the full jigsaw puzzle to see the picture, right? You could have probably 50% of the jigsaw puzzle. And you've got a really good idea of what it's going to turn out to be, right? So I do a handful of exercises with, uh, with every single one of my clients. Um, one of my favorites to do is uh, actually pretty, pretty simple, and everybody could probably do this, you know, while listening to this or, uh, you know, right afterwards, and it'll give them a little bit more clarity around their life and what's important to them, um, and it's, it's what I call finding your joy, and, you know, one of my favorite quotes from the Dalai Lama, he talks about your, uh, your joy is your compass in life, so when you follow your joy, your joy is what actually, you know, defines that purpose for a lot of people, whatever brings you that joy and happiness. The problem is for most people, like you mentioned, uh, that joy is on the other side of fear for a lot of people. So it becomes very hard to follow that joy. But when you clarify what that joy is, it makes it a little bit easier. So the exercise that I like to do around this with a lot of my clients is uh, pretty simple. So if you just take about five minutes and everybody could just go ahead and write down 20 things that they love to do. And you don't have to think about it too much. It can be, you know, very, very simple. So for example, for me, you know, I love to read a good book. I love to travel. I love to uh, go grab a beer with friends and family. I love to coach, right? I love to do my coaching calls with my clients. Um, and you, if you just write down 20 things that you love to do without thinking about it too much, you can just write down those 20 things. And that's where you start. 
after you get through those 20 things, I recommend that everybody goes back through those 20 and they ask themselves, why? Why do I love to do this? Why do I love to travel? Why do I love to go get a beer with you know, my friends or my family? Why do I love to do my coaching calls? And that'll take you about one level deeper. So you know, why do I love to travel? Well, I love to go to new places and experience new things. I love to learn new cultures. Why do I love to read a good book? Well, I also love to learn. I love to take in new information and new exciting ideas and theories. You know, and then why do I love to coach people? Well, I love connecting with people and helping them grow, right? Mm-hmm. And as you go back through this list of 20 and you write out why, what happens for pretty much everybody, there's normally uh, about three to five paradigms or patterns that run through your life. And you'll notice that you'll go through the list of 20 and every, you know, every single one of them will fall into one of those three or five paradigms or patterns. And as you could already notice, for me, one of the patterns was learning, right? So I love to learn and grow. That's why I love to read books. That's why I love to travel. That's why I love to, you know, be on, on uh, radio shows like this, right? Um, right. So you'll find that you have about three to five paradigms that run through your life. For me, it's learning connection with others, and teaching. And those are three paradigms that run through pretty much everything in my life. And when I realized that, I realized that the more I can design a life that was filled with things that brought me one of those three paradigms, I would be more fulfilled. So if I was doing more things where I was constantly learning, where I was connecting with people and I was teaching others, that would be a fulfilling life to me. Well, and that's a, a wonderful way to guide people into finding their purpose. I mean, when exactly. you really look at what you just did in five minutes or less, you know, you said, um, what are the things, the 20 things that you love to do? And then ask yourself why, and then find out, you know, connect the dots, as we say, um, Pretty much, between yeah. those to really see what those are that will help you connect the dots and that's a great exercise not going to take people long to do that that's what i love giving on these shows xander and you did a great job is you know is what's useful that i can take away from this half an yep. hour interview with xander and that is that is very useful now and, and one it's of the things because you, that that exercise and maybe one other exercise were probably the only two things that i used when I quit my job at Cisco earning multiple six figures, it was that one and one other when I was like, well, my path I'm on right now does not lead to me having more of this. So I need to change it. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, for the listeners out there too, Xander has a uh, free ebook um, on uh, his website. You can sign up for that. Subscribe to get that. Um, he also obviously is focusing um, on the stuff that you didn't learn when you were in college, right? We talked yep. a little bit about that. Um, and so, Xander, what is this shit that you don't learn in college? <laughs> yeah. So, so what what we're doing what we're doing at, at shit you don't learn in college. Um, it really is, you know, one of the things that we noticed is the old the old paradigm doesn't work, right? So. Oh, I think it's, it's something around 70% of new college graduates are coming out of college and are either unemployed or are working 
part-time jobs in areas or fields that they didn't get an education in just to make ends meet. That's 70%. That's coming from a, a Forbes article that was done last year. And that, I mean, that's just staggering to me that that many people going through an, a college education, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a year are not taking that and doing something with it. And what we're realizing is the old system just isn't working for a lot of people anymore. So uh, what we're doing is shit you don't learn in college. We're actually working with uh, people that are realizing that, that want to build businesses and lives around their purpose and passion. So taking their knowledge, expertise, and passions and turning them into businesses so that they can actually have lives with purpose and making the money they need to make to be a, a contributing member of society um, and having a bigger impact on this world. So that's what we're doing at Shit You Don't Learn in College now. That's, it's really valuable what you're doing because, you know, look, people have to find their way. They have to find their path. You know, look, you ended UCLA, you ran into a mentor. He asked you some important questions. You got drunk one night. All of these life events yeah. took you to where you are today. And everybody out there has different life events. But when you string the dots together and you really do the work that Xander is asking you to do, which is find that passion, um, what it does is it, it, it helps you bring more joy in your life, more pleasure, um, more abundance, because it usually comes as a result of you doing that. And even if it's not more abundance, why wouldn't you just want to have the joy and the peace? and the tranquility yep. and the harmony and the things that you want to have in your life. Uh, one thing we know is life can be short. Um, we never know for any of us um, when that final termination point is. So you might as well be enjoying the journey while you're here. Um, and Xander Fry is the guy to go to, to learn about that. Uh, for my listeners, uh, you'll want to go to Xander Fryer, F-R-Y-E-R. -E I think I said Fry, XanderFryer.com. Uh, there is probably the best place you can go. You can get that download of that free ebook. Also, uh, Mastering the Art of Success, we'll put a link on uh, the blog for the book. Go out and buy the book. You'll not only get Xander's viewpoint on this, but you'll get uh, how many other authors are involved in that book with you? I can't. Uh, there's a, there's I a couple know. dozen that are involved in that book with us. Right. Yeah, so, so it's a great one, that's great it. compilation of authors. It is. Um, you'll see that uh, for everybody. We'll have that link to Amazon to that book. Go out and get that book. Go out to get uh, Xander's um, to his website. Um, watch some of the videos that are up there and so on. Xander, thanks so much for, for being on Inside Personal Growth. Uh, Absolutely. Spending a Thank few you, minutes Greg. with my listening audience. Uh, we really appreciate having you on. Um, any last words of wisdom for the listening audience? Um, I think, you know, the last thing, the last thing that I would just say is, you know, for everybody out there that really is, uh, looking to find success and fulfillment, I will just, you know, reiterate and emphasize the the pursuit of success really does start with the clarity of purpose without purpose in the beginning. And this was something that I learned was, you know, without purpose and without intention and your mission in life. It'll be really hard for you to find that success. So I would, I would emphasize that everybody put in the work to find the, the puzzle pieces now. And once that's taken care of, you'll find that everything else moving forward will be a lot more fun and a lot easier. Great advice. Great words of wisdom. Uh, Xander Fryer, thanks for being on Inside Personal Growth. Absolutely. Thank you, Greg.